how they think of coming up front, like what we did earlier when the music is playing, and you raise your hands and you sing to Jesus, and that is worship. But there's many things in life that we worship every day that you probably don't even realize. There's been things that I've worshipped, and I'm like, oh, I have no idea I worship that. Um, worship is reverent honor paid to anything regarded as sacred. So basically, uncomplicated, it's just what you value the most and what you spend most of your time doing, thinking about, um, and it's what has your heart. So I just want you to think about everything in life, whether it's um, your cell phone. We all worship our cell phones. I worship mine. Like, we can't do without our cell phones. Um, TV, our sports we play. Um, I'm sure nobody really worships school, but I guess that's an option. Um <laughs> Our friends, our relationships, parties, addictions, there's so many things that we worship. Um, and an example from my life is a few years ago, I was in a relationship, and that's basically what I did with my whole life. Like, I only had time for this one person. Um, I focused all my time on that person. I valued him basically more than anything. I put him first. Um, I spent you know, so much time always trying to plan things with this person and how to make him happy, um, focus on the things we were going to do in the future. And looking back, that only lasted um, not even a year. It was close to a year, but not even a year. And looking back, like, I could have done so much more in that time. Like, imagine if in that one-year period, if I would have been focusing on my relationship with God instead of my relationship with some temporary boy. Um, and I still struggle with that sometimes, but... The way to look at it is relationships are blessings. Like, we, it's a gift to us that we're able to be in a relationship with somebody. But it shouldn't be our main focus. And for me, I made it my main focus. And it didn't really help me. Like, I enjoyed that time period. But looking back now, I'm not in that relationship. So what good did that do me then to now? Um, but I did regard that relationship as sacred. Like, I treated it with so much value more than anything else. Um, so whether for you guys it's singing up here um, for like actual worship or whether it's um, on your cell phone all the time or going out and partying or some crazy addictions that you can't let go of or just anything, whatever you value the most that you spend most of your time doing, that's what, that's what worship is. So try to think of the things in life that you worship more than anything else. Okay, so... I just wanted everybody to start thinking about like what do you worship? Caitlin hit on like us actually coming up here and worshiping, but like sports aren't my big thing. Like I've spent a lot of my time invested in cheerleading, and normally where you spend your time is what you're worshiping. And I can only imagine if I put all of my hope and trust in the cheer, what I would do when I went out on the floor and my stunt fell my hopes would crumble. But we all know that if we put that hope and trust and we're worshiping only God, then he'll never let us crumble. And Satan just pulls on the areas of our lives that we wouldn't expect, like like Caitlin's relationship, like my sport. Like nobody expects what he's pulling on. But in Psalm 95, 6 through 7, it says, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before our Lord, our Maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and we are the flock under his care. And to me, that saying that no matter what we're worshiping, like if we're worshiping God, he's never, he's never going to let us down, and he's always going to protect us. 
And if, if we were all honest, we all worship something that, or some of it may be stronger than others, but we all worship something besides God. Like, like Caitlin Hill and cell phones, because we know that we all go to Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, texting, and we repeat it all, all the time. But <laughs> imagine if God was by your side, like we have our cell phones. Like, God is supposed to be with us all the time. So if we acted like God was with us all the time, we would be worshiping God all the time instead of our cell phones or our sport or our relationship. And what we're doing is worshiping the created instead of the creator. So in Romans 1, 25, it says, they exchanged the truth about God for a lie, and they worshiped the serve, and they worshiped and served the created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. Amen. And that's just what I just said. <laughs> um, we have to start worshiping the Creator instead of the Creator because the Creator made it all. So there's, you're not worshiping anything if you're not worshiping our God. I'm a senior at South Point High School, and this is Dakota, and he's a senior at East Point High School. And we're trying to talk about worship tonight. And um, I want to talk about like what does it mean to worship God. And like, what does it mean in your heart to worship God? And like a few things that may come to mind is like dancing or singing. You know, when you come to church and you see all these people singing and dancing, you're like, okay, this is what worship is. But it's not. It's it's more about what's coming from your heart. You can dance and you can sing all you want, but unless your heart is connected with you, it's not it's not worship to God. And uh, I'm gonna read uh, Isaiah 29, verse 13. It said, The Lord said, These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship for me is based on rules they have been taught. And I, I see this a lot. And honestly, like, when I started coming back to church, like this past year, that's what I did. Like, I came here and I saw people worship and I just copied what they did. And, you know, I didn't have feeling with it at first. Like, it, just, it didn't really mean anything to me. It's like, oh, I'm doing this because everybody else is doing it. But then, like, as I grew strong in my faith with Jesus, I realized that I'm doing this to show glory to God because he blessed me with all the friends I've had and all the relationships I've made this past year in, at this church in the breakfast. And, another, and, like, when I think there's another word that kind of ties into this. It's surrender. And a lot of people don't really like this word because it kind of it kind of makes you feel like you're giving up. But surrendering is not giving up, it's giving in. Like you're giving in to God. You're not giving up to God. You're giving in. You're giving in to him. Giving into his love and his power. And and when you when you finally realize that and you have Christ in your heart and you realize that you're gonna get glory to him every day. You know, that gives you a desire to worship. You come to church and you're not like, oh, here we go, we're about to worship. And this, I hate this song, and, and I can't get into it. But you, you want to worship. Like, it's a desire to worship. And, um, I mean, I'm going to share a story about really with worship. But, um, now this may be weird for some of y'all, but I like to worship in my room. Like, I go in my room. And like I had my lamp behind me, and that's a that's a key thing you gotta remember. 
But um, but I have my music in front of me and we can play and I'll be jamming out and dancing and singing. And then my, my brother and sister would be running to my door telling me to cut it down, but I was just like, I'm going to do it. And then I realized, like, like a couple, like, as it went on, like, I did that, like, all the time. And then I realized, I, was, I went back and I was like, what am I thinking about when I'm worshiping? Like, honestly, what is going through my head when I'm worshiping? And I realized I was thinking about my hair. Do <laughs> you know why I was thinking about my hair? Because the lamp behind me was casting a shadow on the wall in front. Okay? And I could see my hair just going everywhere. And, I, and that's all I think about when I wish. And I, that's. And, yeah. um, and, and it's funny to me now, but it like really concerned me. Because it was like. No, like the fact that I was thinking about my hair. But um, I realized that I wasn't thinking about God. I was thinking about my hair. And that's when I started cutting my lights out in my room. Like, I was, <laughs> hey, I've been thinking about some scary movies when I was in my room by myself in the dark. But you just got to trust God. <laughs> but, so I cut my lights out and I worship like that. Because literally you can't see anything. And that's scary to some people, but it's like, it's awesome because then I'm not looking at my hands when I'm waving them. Uh, or my hair, because there's a light. But, um, <laughs> like, that, I do that all the time now. And, like, my dad will come up to my room, and he's, like, knocking on it, and he's, like, why are your lights going out? I'm, like, I'm trying to watch it. He's, like, do that in the dark? I'm, like, yeah. <laughs> and it, it just helps me keep my focus on God, because that's, that's what worship is about. It's about God. It's about giving Him the glory. Every time you throw your hands up and you sing, it should come from your heart. You know, it should come from God, and you should just honor him every day. And, and just worship from your heart and not from a physical means of worship. So. All right, so what Keith was kind of talking about is how we personalize our worship and how we kind of make it unique to ourselves. And you have to do that, but something to realize when you're doing this is why worship is important. Because at the end of the day, if worship is not important, then none of the stuff that Caitlin or Kelly or Keaton has talked about really matters. And I think we all know that worship is important, but we need to understand why. Um, there's all kinds of aspects of our faith that are important. Um, prayer, like we talked about last week, is vital to our faith. That's our way to communicate with God. Um, reading the Bible is God's way of communicating with us and how we learn. So that's important. And then missions, going out and spreading the good news of God. We have to do that as well. But worship might be the most important piece. And it's because worship is the only part of our faith that's solely about God. You know, prayer, that's how we communicate. And so we have a part in that. And then reading, we have a part in that. And then going out on missions and bringing other people to God. But worship, that's solely about praising God and giving Him thanks for His holiness and how great He is. And so worship, I mean, it may be the most important part of your faith. And there's a quote by John Piper that I need to honor him. Um, he wrote a book called Let the Nations Be Glad, The Supremacy of God in Missions. And it says, missions is not the ultimate goal of the church. Worship is. Missions exist because worship doesn't. Worship is ultimate, not missions, because God is ultimate, not man. When this age is over, with countless millions of redeemed, all in their faces before the throne of God, 
sufficient to redeem them all. It's a temporary necessity that worship abides forever. Isn't that powerful? I mean, I don't think that when Piper's saying this, that he's trying to diminish the importance of missions. I don't think he's saying that. He's not saying spend less time spreading the word of God. Rather, he's saying spend more time worshiping God. See, worship is eternal where some of these other aspects of our faith are just in this life. See, when we die and go to heaven, we, we're no longer on mission. We can't spread the word of God because everybody in heaven already knows the word of God. But when we get into heaven, worship is just beginning. I think when we get to heaven, our worship will be so much greater than it is on earth because we'll finally be able to see God and truly know him. And we have to realize that missions is, the only reason mission exists is to worship God. We want to bring people to God and spread the good news so that they worship him like we worship him. And there's a verse I want to read from Revelations. It's in Revelation 4, 8, and it's talking about the elders in heaven. And it says, day and night, they never stop worshiping. They're, day and night, they never stop saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And see, I think it's amazing that it says, day and night, they never stop worshiping God. And sometimes for us, that may seem kind of boring or maybe get disinterested. We may get disinterested thinking, of only worshiping God, but I truly think when we finally see God face to face in awe of Him, we'll have no other desires. I mean, when we're at the feet of God, we're looking to the Creator who created us and everything. What else could you want to do besides worship Him? You know? And that that's just so powerful to me that one day we will see God and we'll do nothing but worship Him. And as I've been closing tonight, there's some questions we need to think about. One is, we have to dig deep and think, what do we worship? And not just, and don't automatically go to God. Hopefully we are worshiping God, but we all know there's other things that we worship. And we need to kind of figure out what it is we worship the most. And secondly, it's because, and if it's not God, then be honest with yourself. We have, and we have to be honest with ourselves about this. And I'm not saying this, I'm in no way trying to say that I'm perfect in this. I worship God all the time. I probably, I, should, I know I should, but I don't. And I'm very busy. I have um, baseball all the time. I have a bunch of schoolwork to do and um, filling out college applications and doing stuff like that. And sometimes that gets in the way of my faith. And it's something that I struggle with and that I have to get better at. But I think we all have to realize that we have, sometimes we have other things that get in the way of our worship and we have to you know, get those things out and make it God. And then after we figure out what we worship, we have to think, well, how do we make it God? If it's not God that we're worshiping, how can we make that God? And, I mean, if faith is the most important part of our life, like it should be, and worship is the most important part of our faith, then worshiping God is the most important part of our life. And that's something we have to get to. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this place, this place that we can come and worship your name. God, we thank you that we can come here and worship on Wednesday nights, we come and worship you on Sundays, but more than that, God, we thank you that we can worship you every morning. God, we have to really get through this because we know that sometimes we don't, we don't worship you as much as we should. God, I ask that you would help us to realize that you are deserving of our worship with everything that we have. God, I ask that you 
pain and whatever struggles and trials they're going through. God, I ask that you just let them have faith that you're working. God, everyone in the small groups tonight, I ask that you just be with each individual small group. Let each group grow in their faith and grow so that all they want to do is worship you, God. I ask that you just be with each and every person that sings their job in here tonight. Just keep us safe and keep us um, just worship you with everything.